What's up? Hello, everybody. Welcome to In the Room, a wrestling podcast from the Des Moines Register. I'm Cody Goodwin, the Register's wrestling writer, and I am glad you are here. Welcome to episode 148. It's Thursday, September 8th, um, and this is kind of unofficially, officially, I'm not sure exactly how we want to label this, but first uh, episode of the 22-23 season. Um, got some interviews in line for you guys today, but just kind of wanted to, uh, just chat for a minute. Last episode we had, um, published on June 2nd and we've had a lot of wrestling stuff that have happened since then, right? We had the, uh, 16U national duels, had the junior national duels, um, a lot of stellar performances from in-state high school level wrestlers there. Um, also saw Ben Keeter make the... Uh, U-20 world team, junior world team. Um, What else did we have? July, uh, 16U and junior national championships in Fargo, where again, more stellar performances from Iowa high schoolers. Um, Ben Keeter in August went on to win a U-20 world title. Pretty cool there. Um, Iowa Westland had a uh, women's wrestler also bring home a medal from the Junior World Championships. Had some recruiting updates, um, handful of transfers here and there. Um, lots of lots of stuff, right? Because wrestling never really stops. Um, the interest just kind of fades and and returns, you know, depending on the event. Um, but lots of stuff going on upcoming um again because wrestling never sleeps got the senior world championships which actually kick off this weekend um in belgrade super 32 is going to be here in october along with usa wrestling's preseason nationals also in october the u23 world championships going to have a pretty heavy iowa wrestling presence out there just with hawkeyes and cyclones both on that team um and this coming weekend, I say this coming weekend, it's Friday. Who's number one from Flow Wrestling, um, their annual preseason dual-style event to decide, um, for most weights anyway, the number one ranked wrestler in the country to start the season. And there's a couple of Iowa high schoolers who will be there. Southeast Polk's Nate Jessaroga there for the second year in a row. Waverly Show rocks Ryder Block fresh off a junior national championship. Both of those guys junior national champs at Fargo in July. Um, headed to battle for the number one ranking to begin their senior seasons. Um, that's on Friday in Ann Arbor. Um, those are actually the two interviews that I have planned for you guys today. Um, we'll hear from Ryder Block and then Nate Jessaroga. Got to catch up with them before they head off to Ann Arbor. Um, wrestling begins Friday evening at the same time as high school football season. So we're going to do a little juggling act there to make sure that we get everything covered and written and um you know, little little taste of wrestling, nice little appetizer before the Senior World Championships where, of course, um, United States finest out in uh, in Belgrade. Going to see if we can bring home a handful of team titles and a lot of individual medals. Um, Going to have a fun story regarding that, just kind of a tangentially related um, story that I've been wanting to write for a while. Um, that story will come out early next week, um, right as the women's freestyle action picks up in earnest. Um, so yeah, you guys, I, you know, the wrestling calendar never really sleeps, but we, we took, you know, what's that last, last podcast here was June 2nd. So June, July, August, now it's September 8th, took about three months off from the show. Um, your boy just needed a break. Um, I just, I, I guess I got tired, um, this last wrestling season, um, you know, we're, we're more than six months removed from it now, but it just, it kind of wore me down a little bit and I could feel myself sputtering. And so, you know, we got to catch up with all three 
Division One coaches in early June, um, late May, early June. Kind of did some midseason, mid-off-season check-ins, I believe is what I referred to it. And then after that, I was just kind of like, you know, I, I, I need a little bit of a break. Um, took some time off between June, July, August. Um, obviously had some other duties at the register that I had to take care of just between, you know, spring sports, um, wrapping up, uh, summer sports wrapping up, and then obviously with uh, a lot of high school football here over the last few weeks. Um, so we are back again, going to do our best to kind of do a weekly podcast um, as we gear up for the season, because by the time October gets here, we will, you know, media days will start rolling around. Um, you know, as of right now, we don't have the Big Ten wrestling schedule, but I believe that's next up on the docket from them. Should probably get that sometime next week. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, from there, we're, I mean, we'll be rolling right into the season before we know it guys. So, um, until then going to start here today, this week, um, with this show, and then we're going to try and do one a week leading up to the season. And then I'm, I'm in the process now actually of, um, formulating coverage plans for the upcoming wrestling season that obviously includes podcasts, but also written content, some video content. We're going to try and do some cool stuff from you guys. Um, here is my my weekly plea on the podcast. If you have things that you guys want to see, if you guys like things that we've done in the past that you want to see more of, um, you know, give me a shout. Like you guys know where to find me on Twitter at Cody Goodwin. I'm also a little bit more active on Instagram, or at least I'm trying to be at Cody J Goodwin. Um, you know, my email is in my Twitter profile. There's, you know, we're just, we're just going to try to do some fun things this year, but I obviously want to hear from you guys and, and want to know what you want to know. Um, so that way we can kind of cater our coverage accordingly. Right. So that's my plea. Um, reach out to me. Um, if you guys want to hear anything when it comes to podcasts, when it comes to what we're going to write, um, you know, if you want us to tweak the mailbag, we can do that too. Just, you know, I, like, I want to hear from you guys. Like that's, that's the point of the podcast. That's the point of the mailbag. That's the point of, um, you know, kind of being this front facing, figure and why I have so many different social channels that I, I leave open for you guys. Um, you know, so as, as I go about the planning process over the next month or so to kind of shape and, and mold and form the 22-23 wrestling season, I, I want to know what you guys want to know and then, you know, try and find a way to weave it in with some of the other fun ideas and stories and plans that I have planned. Um, so yeah, that's my plea. Um, you know, we're about seven minutes, a little bit more than seven minutes into the show now. And, and I obviously want to get to the interviews, right? Because, um, who's number one coming up, as I mentioned before, a couple of Iowa high schoolers who are going to be there. Um, Nate Jessaroga, uh, wrestling for the number one spot at 120 pounds. He's got Jack Forrest, um, Jack's Forrest, uh, Pennsylvania wrestler, uh, cadet world freestyle finalist. Um, they had a pretty epic, pretty entertaining, um, Best of three series at the uh, Cadet World Team Trials out in Vegas. Uh, Forrest won that one, two matches to one. Um, so this will be uh, kind of an entertaining, um, you know, fourth matchup between the two. Um, very excited to see that one unfold. Ryder Block from Waverly Shell Rock, first appearance at who's number one. And he's got a pretty familiar opponent, Nasir Bailey from Illinois, uh, past junior national champ. I uh, believe he recently just committed to Arkansas Little Rock. Um you know, Ryder Block, uh, from my memory, just kind of off the dome here. I know he's beaten him twice. I believe both the matchups that I saw, at least, were at the Junior National Duel. So those were freestyle matchups. I believe both of these matches coming up on Friday um, 
our folk style matchups. So be kind of interesting to see that clash of styles. But earlier this week, I got to catch up with Ryder and Nate, kind of talk to them both about, um, you know, the experience of who's number one, um, you know, kind of what their schedules have been like and lives have been like since Fargo, um, preparation for the upcoming event, talk to them a little bit about their opponents and whatnot. Really good um, interviews, I thought. Um, combined, the two interviews are about 20 minutes, um, got about 12 minutes with Ryder Block, and then another eight minutes with Nate Jessaroga. So we'll go to that now. A um, little bit more who's number one information coming on the back end of this podcast, but let's go to the interviews now, and then I'll catch you guys on the other side. First up, Ryder Block, and then we'll jump right into Nate Jessaroga right after that. Appreciate you guys tuning in, um, and welcome to today's show. Let's Let's hop to it and get rolling. Ryder Brock from Waverly Shell Rock in Iowa City this morning. Um, just got done with the Hawkeye Wrestling Club workout. How how was the workout this morning, man? Uh, good. I got in, got beat up by DeSanto a little bit. <laughs> and, uh, besides that, yeah, good drill. Just good to get on the mat. Yeah. How often do you come down here for workouts? Uh, I try to as many days as I can. Usually it's three, maybe three, maybe four if I can. Just usually when I don't go to SeaWorld or have practice in Waverly, I'll get down here. Or I'll come down here in the morning and then go home and work out or something. So as much as I can, I got to take advantage of it as much as I can. So. Do you normally roll with DeSanto or who, who are your usual partners? Uh, I've been going, this summer it's been a lot of DeSanto a lot, uh, Dennis cut a lot, and then just some of the guys on the college team. Like uh, I went to Tusky a lot a couple days ago, just really whoever. So, yeah, it's good to get those partners. What's been the the biggest benefit, you feel like, just in your wrestling, getting to roll with some of these guys? I think just, I mean, the drilling is a lot more high level. It's like everyone kind of, especially DeSanto, he's going to wear you down in drilling. So, I mean, I'm getting better pay. I mean, I think everything's better here. I mean, I, just, I think everyone's just, everyone here is tough, and I... That was something I think I needed to learn at the start was I'm kind of, I mean, I might be used to winning, not I mean winning in practice, but just getting good, like winning, winning the practice in quotations, but, and then just maybe just being tougher than guys in the room, but everyone, everyone here is tough. So you got to take it with a grain of salt. And then I think I got a lot better hand fighting this summer with the guys down here. So that's something I need to get better at and I got a lot better at it. So. It's just good to be around the guys and stuff like that. Yeah, I know Riggins came down here quite a bit, you know, yeah. on the back end of his senior year and especially over the summer just to get workouts in. I, did you start coming down at the same time as him or when did you start making the drive? So he had what I have now. It's called job co-op at our school. So you get out of school at like 10. Or, I mean, I'll get out at 1130 maybe. So I get out at 1130 and then... You just need 10 hours a week, so I can work like four hours one day, and then one day or a couple of days a week I can come down here and work out. So really just get out of school and then drive down here and come to work out. So that's what he started doing, and then I would get out of school earlier, go to PT or something like that, and come down and work out. So yeah, I started doing that, and then this summer I would, I would stay down here for a couple of days at a time, get workouts in, and then go home, and then come back a couple of days later. But then now I got job co-op and stuff like that again, so I can start coming down a lot, and then yeah, I'll come down a couple of nights during the week and stuff like that. That sounds like a heck of a way. Like that's usually senior schedules are pretty laid back, yeah. but that even that seems like it's on another level. We just second semester my classes are 
I'm only at school for three periods during the day, so I'm an hour and hour and thirty minutes of school every day, and that's it. So, <laughs> yeah, but that's pretty much. Yeah, it's, it gives a lot of time to come work out and pretty laid back senior year. So yeah, that's righteous. Um, got who's number one this week? Um, I know you're really thrilled about that matchup. How much has working out with HWC kind of helped prepare you for? A matchup like that um, I mean it's pretty pro high profile right like you're gonna be on a pretty big stage uh, yeah it's um it's pretty special to be able to train with these guys I mean these guys are wrestling on stages that are a lot bigger than what I got to go wrestle on this week so I think it's just I got to remember to not make it bigger than it is it's just it's just a match and then I mean just listen to the coaches here coaches in Waverly and Seabolt and everybody so It'll be fun, and then really just don't make it bigger than it needs to be. It's just a match, so, yeah. Are you excited, though? Because I know it's oh, yeah. the idea behind who's I number mean, one rights for the number one spot in the country. That's... Yeah, I've been, I've been getting pumped up, ready to go. I'll be, like, laying in my bed at, like, 11 at night or 10.30 when I'm wind, supposed to be winding down and going to bed, and I'll be like, hey, I'm wrestling in, like, six days, and I'm like, oh, hell yeah, and then I'm getting amped <laughs> up, and I, I'm like, no, I need to go to bed, but then... It makes it, it makes it a lot easier to practice than, I mean, it should be easy to practice if you really love it. You gotta love the journey and the process, but it's something to look forward to and something to be ready for. So yeah, yeah. it just makes it a lot e more fun. And I think I'm just more laid back, but like really just focusing in now. For sure. Um, familiar opponent, somewhat familiar. You've wrestled him the last couple of years at Junior Duels, Nasir Bailey. Mm -hmm. um, what challenges does he present when you guys step on the mat? Um, he's really strong. He's explosive. He's he's got a good good single, good two on one stuff like that. Um, just he's he's worthy. DeSanto's been preaching to me. He's worthy. Not just because I've beaten before doesn't mean that I'm gonna do it again. Um, well, I want to, but you know I gotta treat it like he's a different guy and he's a lot better. And I'm a lot better than the last time I wrestled him. So really, I just gotta give nothing and take everything. So just be ready to wrestle and. Do what I do. Is it freestyle match or folk style match? Folk style college rules, I think. Oh, so, okay. All does, that like riding time, everything like that. Does that change? I does that change the approach at all? Knowing that, I mean, folk style is obviously different from freestyle. Um, I mean, out of bounds rules will play. I mean, out of bounds has been something that's been a factor in all the matches we wrestled. I mean, it was freestyle, but I mean, it's still college rules. It's easier to get a stall or something like that, so that'll play, and then riding times you got to get the hell out and i mean just De santo you saw it today <laughs> riding me like a dog i gotta figure it out but you know um just gotta really show urgency and get out and then when he's on bottom i gotta get that mindset that he can't get out on me i gotta hold him down so, yeah do you yeah. prefer folk style versus freestyle or do you have an opinion on one or the other uh this is the first summer i think i've wanted to like where like I mean it's not like I wanted to go back to folk style but like I didn't really care at all but I mean like this time I was just like yeah I wouldn't be so upset if we stayed freestyle but <laughs> I mean it's just making changes and then getting ready to wrestle back in folk style which is it's not that hard to do I just had to get out of the habit of locking my hands every time I got a takedown or something like that but I don't really have any preference wrestling's wrestling yeah 100 percent um, last time we talked was before Fargo, before won a national title, before. Um, and one of the things that you mentioned was just like you you were searching for some high level consistency. Mm -hmm. um, 
Do you feel like you found that a little bit this summer, not just based on the results, but based on the way you felt you performed? Uh, yeah, I think I, I really needed to, that was like the major thing. I mean, I could beat everyone in the nation, but if you can't beat them back to back in a tournament setting, then you can't, you can't win Fargo if you don't win five matches in a row or high, it might've been six or seven, but can't, if you slip up and lose one of them, you can't win Fargo. So I think it was just something like that. I just needed to figure it out. And then really just before the matches, knowing and like thinking in my head, I'm like, hey, I need to, need to lock in on this. And then like in the warm, my warm ups were a lot better at Fargo, everything. Everything just seemed like it was clicking really good and I felt good in all my matches. And then, yeah, really just, I was tired of, tired of that feeling, you know, like leaving Fargo the two years before and like, yeah, I feel like I could have got more like watching Bailey win at 32 and I was like, you know, I, I feel like I could have been there, but you know, it was just this year I just needed to finally it all clicked together and it worked. So yeah. Yeah. Was there like a secret ingredient that helped you figure it out this time or what do you kind of credit the, the consistency to? Um, my warmups were really good. I, I like really was focused and getting locked in and like I really made sure I was hot and ready to go when I was stepping on the mat and then you know, I just didn't. I would. I kept telling myself, "Hey, you're gonna let the guy that's being at. That's gonna. You're gonna keep letting yourself be an afterthought in these ways. So you're gonna finally break through and be the guy." And kind of pissed me off. And then I was ready to go. So that, and then just Morningstar and TJ kept telling me, "You take it personal, and you know, can't give him anything. You had to take everything, give nothing." So I mean, that was really just something to help me. So. I like that. I like that. Your your new stop sign, your new plaque, national yeah. champ. Where where do you keep that? I'm always curious where wrestlers put their um, uh, you know awards. My dad keeps all my. He's got it in. Uh, so my house is like a living room here, and then there's like a back little living room place. We got all my brackets are all like folded behind the couch, and they're all thrown out. But I don't really do anything special with it. It's in the it's in the case. I'm pretty sure it's sitting back there somewhere. So. Where we keep all the rest of the worthless, tro worthless trophies. Uh, <laughs> they don't mean anything now, but I'd have to admit something, something someday. You know, right I, now I can't, can't focus on what I did good. Now I can be for another day. I got gotcha. you. Um, one of the last things I wanted to ask you about was uh, I've noticed on your socials that you, it's no longer a profile picture; it's a logo. Yeah. RB. Yeah. Well, who who made that? What went into that decision? What what's going on there? It's that like um, little personal branding kind of that. Uh, his name's Joey Schillinglaw. Matt Side Media, I think his handle is. I he sent me some logos and stuff like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna start making like shirts. I think soon. I'm not sure when I'll have them out, but stuff like that. And then just yeah, he just sent me some logo and stuff like that. So I'll be wearing a shirt like that. Who's number one? So yeah, I like that. It's a new logo. What made you want to explore the personal branding side of being an athlete? Um. Yes, there's new opportunities for high schoolers, and it's just a new, new thing for everyone. So I figured, hey, why, why not look into it and see what I can do there, and then you know lead the way for people that want to do that. So have yeah. opportunities come up, or um, some I'm still working through some of them, but I got a, <laughs> got a couple, yeah. But yeah, that's an interesting balancing act. I feel like some of you guys might have to experience this year just. You know, obviously you've got your athletic and academic stuff going on, but then also yeah. like there's this cool thing that you guys could be able to do, right? Right? Like we actually, I'm in a that job co-op class. We had a, like a class discussion the other day about making money and stuff, and 
if you should be able to or not. And it was it was interesting. I mean, yeah, it's just no one really knows much about it yet, but you know, you can learn, figure it out, and then you know, I'm excited to. I I kind of been trying to hold off on it till after who's number one, just to you know, I need to lock in and then. I can worry about business and stuff like that after he's number one, so. Yeah. But yeah, it's exciting stuff. Yeah. Well, and to bring everything full circle, like being here with the Hawkeye Wrestling Club, some of these Iowa guys, like, do you pick their brains at all about, you know, the NIL world and stuff like that? Yeah, I was talking to Spencer yesterday about how his agent and stuff like that and, like, not doing, you know, you can't be a people pleaser when you're trying to make money off yourself, so just really gotta, I don't know, I mean, Everyone, you want to make money, but that's you got to win before you make money. That's what the biggest thing Spencer, everyone keeps saying. When the money will come when you start winning, so just keep winning and then it'll come. So you don't got to worry about it. No need to seek out stuff or anything like that. But you know, just keep doing what you're doing, do what you do that got you here, and it'll keep working. So yeah, what's that old quote? If if you're good, you'll tell people. If you're great, they'll tell you. Yep, can't can't get too high on yourself. So yeah. Righteous. Rider Block, um, who's number one coming up? You got anything else for me, man? Go Hawks. That's it. Southeast Polk's Nate Jessaroga just got done with practice here at Seabolt. Um, and you're competing this week, man. How? What are the vibes like going into who's number one this week? Um, just super excited and pumped to be able to go. Yeah. Second time you're going. Um, how does maybe this time preparation wise compare to to last year? Um, it's it's all been quite the same. Like we never stopped training, so it's been the same. I feel like I don't know. It's hard to remember exactly, but yeah. How much do well? I I guess maybe let me start here. Last year, um, the experience um, does that help you at all going into an event like this? Just knowing that you've kind of been through you know, everything that's involved with it, right? Like the weigh-in, the actual match, the setup, everything. Yeah, I think so. Like all the experience from everything helps, especially by my senior year. I feel like I have a lot of experience in going to these big events. So, yeah. What was the most memorable part of last year's? Oh, uh, who's number one? Yeah. It was all so cool. I don't know. Um, uh, I don't know. It was sick. Probably just the lead up to everything and then the match was super cool. I can't really pinpoint an exact moment. I gotcha, for sure. Um, what are you most looking forward to this time around? Um, the wrestling, um, eating food after the match. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, I know we were kind of joking about it before I hit record, but um, wrestling one is—is is it for one twenty again or one twenty-six or what weight is it officially? I get a pound point five. Pound point five. One twenty. Okay, so it is officially. It's what, officially what, what, one twenty. At one twenty, I gotcha. Um, your opponent, um, guy, obviously you've wrestled before. What did you learn the first time you got to wrestle him that first series back in Vegas? Um, I learned his elbow shot. Besides from that, just wrestle my match, I win. Yeah. How much, uh, is this is this one of those matches where because it's just kind of a single match, um, I mean, do you watch film in preparation for it or, or no? Or, or what what has the preparation my been like? My coach do it for me, basically, and then I'll watch it with them, too. They'll show me what I need to do or just be aware of. Yeah. How much, uh, I, 
what all, like what all, are there anything, like what kind of challenges does he present? Because he's, from my memory, a little bit of a funky wrestler a little bit. Maybe more counter wrestler, I guess. Maybe that might be the way to phrase it. Yeah, he's probably his top game. That one little shock. He's a good wrestler. Yeah, absolutely. Is it folk style or freestyle? Folk style. Folk style. Do you have a preference on which one you prefer? Uh, I don't really know, honestly. <laughs> I thought it was freestyle, but I like them both. Absolutely. Um, does that change, like whether it's folk style or freestyle, how you approach a specific match, or do you try to just think of them as similarly as possible? I feel like it's similar, but like subconsciously it's different. I don't really, I don't really think about it like that, but it's just different, I guess. Yeah. What do you think about as you kind of prepare for the subtle differences? Um, just think about what I'm going to do out there on the match to make me perform good basically or I'm gonna think about the things that make me perform good what I'm gonna do in the match that I don't know I'm just gonna focus on like winning basically yeah 100% um wanted to ask you about your your Fargo performance too um because that's ultimately what led to the invitation here you were lights out that week man um I know it's been a while since then but I'm having had time to maybe digest it a little bit what what made that week work so well for you like just in terms of your performance um I'd say just it was just a weekend, go out, have fun, and wrestle, and my weight felt good, so that was good. That probably helps quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always curious. Um, wrestlers win all sorts of cool super awards, and a lot's made of the you know the stop sign that comes with winning Fargo right at the junior and cadet levels. Where where do you put your awards? Like where do you like do you have a spot at home for all of them, or, or what do you, what do you do with them after you win them? My mom usually hangs them up after a little bit in my basement. I gotcha. Do they, what do you think when you look at them or, or do you look at them? Because I know some wrestlers are just like cool and then they kind of pass them off and get ready for the next thing. Uh, that's kind of how it is, honestly. Yeah. yeah. You don't take any time to like. It's like an NCAW trophy or something, something like that. Yeah. Something that's so, so, so a stop sign's not quite on that level where you can like sit back and really enjoy it. No, I mean, it's, it's cool, but like, I'm, I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure looking back, I'd be cooler. 100%. Yeah. Um, and then I know, I think I probably asked you this ahead of last year's who's number one, but this this is kind of like the springboard into the start of what'll be your senior season. Um, how what are you like? What are you most looking forward to? I know you still got that match coming up on Friday, but what are you most looking forward to coming up this final year with uh, with Southeast Bowl? Um, I don't know. The season's super fun, especially the state tournament. So that and cheesehead. That and cheesehead. Is it fun to? I know Polk's made a you know made it a habit to go to like the cheesehead and Gardner Edgerton and. Um, you know, in in preparation for things like the postseason and the state tournament specifically, do you enjoy those road trips? And yeah, they're fun. They're really fun with the team. Yeah, good competition. Like not like extremely good, but it's good. Yeah, those road trips kind of obviously they help you grow as a team, right? Because of the whole bonding experience. But you know, the level of competition that you guys face, you probably learn a lot about each other in those competitions in those tournaments, right? Yeah, we hang out the whole entire time, so like. 48 hours or whatever so yeah we bond 100% I know last year's who's number one win um huge springboard into you know the rest of the preseason and then the regular season for you with you know super 32 and obviously the beginning of the season um is that a momentum thing or 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 do people like me maybe make too much of that and you just kind of treat every event singularly I think it did I think my uh who's number one helped me to win super 32 I feel like winning just winning good matches and performing well always 
bring your momentum, I guess. Yeah. Well, and then for you specifically to be on all these big stages, right? Who's number one for a second time? You've been on the Fargo stage, uh, Cadet World Championship, Super 32 Finals. Like, how much more does your confidence grow as you continue to wrestle on these big stages and these big events? Um, it grows for sure. And now you just get more, like, relaxed and, yeah, confidence. So, yeah. 100%. Um, I think that was everything I had for you, man. You got anything else for me? Thanks, Cody. Always great to catch up with both Ryder Block and Nate Jessaroga. Again, who's number one? Going to be streamed live on Flow Wrestling. Um, there's a women's card, actually. It starts Friday, September 9th, so, um, you know, right here at the end of the week. Going to be streamed on Flow Wrestling. There is a women's card. Starts at 3 p.m. Central Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, depending on where you're at. Um, and then the men's card begins at 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, believe Ryder Block is the fifth match on the men's card um, against Nasir Bailey and then Nate Jessaroga and Jax Forrest are the third to last match. So I've got it right here in front of me. Let me see if I can count. Tenth match overall on the men's card. Um, so don't want to miss that. Um, I will be tuning in probably from uh, my post up at Valley Stadium because uh, that's where I'll be watching high school football this Friday. So going to make sure that I pay attention to those matches um, hopefully they're both done before kickoff. Honestly, the odds are probably pretty slim that that happens, but, um, we're going to watch some wrestling this Friday. Um, again, fun little appetizer ahead of the senior world championships, which begin on Saturday. I'm going to go Greco women's freestyle, then men's freestyle. So, um, lots of wrestling coming up, right? But we know the schedule never sleeps. Um, glad to be back here on this first episode. Um, unofficially, I guess, of the 22-23 season. And I appreciate you guys listening today. That's all we've got. Wanted to keep it short and sweet um, to kind of get you guys ready for who's number one. Thanks a bunch for listening. Be sure to rate and review the show. Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. You guys know the drill. Wherever you get your shows, throw your boy some five stars. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at Cody Goodwin. Instagram, at Cody J. Goodwin. And, of course, be sure to subscribe to catch all my stories, mailbags, analysis, and videos uh, with the wrestling season kind of slowly creeping Creeping back into view, we're going to be writing a handful of things, probably not as much through the month of September, um, but especially once we get to probably mid-October-ish, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of wrestling content that's going to be filtering into your feeds again. Um, so just be ready, have your head on a swivel, um, and it's going to be fun, so strap in and enjoy the ride. Um, you can find links to uh, subscribe, um, find links to connect with me, and find links to uh, some previous wrestling stories that I've written over the summer. Um, all of that in the show notes. So thanks again for listening, you guys. Happy to be back, um, and we will talk again soon. <laughs>